Welcome to Following the Leftovers, the officially unofficial podcast for The Leftovers on HBO. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And it's been a long time, too long, who, since we've got on these mics. Who boy has it? A uh, year and a half now? Yeah. Something like that. I think it was right before Christmas when we were wrapping up the last it season. It was. I, I know that because I, I listened to our... Uh, final coverage episode and we were we on the on the uh, vip feed we were trying to encourage people to send us christmas cards yeah so did i um it listening to that made me realize how much of season two i've forgotten (laughs) which is probably bad for this podcast but in the in the time between this podcast and the next um the first episode i'm gonna go binge season two again gotcha so uh I because I, mean, I kind of feel you on the details, but I watched the last two episodes and listened to our last two uh, podcasts, okay. and I feel like you know that that's the great thing about the leftovers is any of the season finales so far could have been a series finale mm. and mm-hmm. felt good. Like, yep. in fact, I was listening to our last podcast. I'm like, why did you care so much about the timing of Evie disappearing? Like, that was the big burning question I had in my mind. Like, oh, there's a six hours. And I'm not saying it's going to ruin the show, but they should answer it. And, <laughs> have an, and I'm like, why do you fucking care, man? Cause, yeah. Because I, I laugh because I look at these these uh, promotional trailers. Yeah. Which are fantastic. They're, they're... The, the, the one set to SOS by ABBA in particular just made me want to slap myself and watch Leftovers right now. They make, yeah. it, they make it clear that we're... A few weeks away from the seventh anniversary of the departure, so multiple years have elapsed. Mm-hmm. Uh, where Evie was in any given six-hour period four years ago is no one is going to be thinking or caring about. You're right, and yeah. me least of all. Mm-hmm. And these these trailers give me like you know like because we were kind of scraping for things to talk about last because there weren't a lot of loose ends, but this trailer. They're bonkers, man. At some <laughs> point, uh, we got Kevin rocking a Jarden PD police uniform, so he's Law and Order now. Which I mm-hmm. does that mean that the um, the Rangers have taken a backseat or gone? Like, yeah, like, I. Hmm. We know that Jarden is still standing, right? Um, it it looks a lot different. It looks <laughs> more like a permanent burning Burning Man yeah. uh, convention now, but it it's still it's still around. Um. Yeah, the there's there's they're they're all going to Melbourne at some point, Australia. Mm-hmm. Kevin gets drowned multiple times because we see him like I'm I'm guessing that at some point like he gets uh injured and he's tied to like, you know, in his backboard stabilizers and like yeah. a, a fucking ambulance wrecks into the water and he drowns and has a Jesus experience. <laughs> and then his dad and him try to generate that late again later in the season and they he, yeah. he has to hold him down in the tub. Seems like it. Somebody somebody's burning alive. We're not sure who it is. Matt but... is bashing someone in the face <laughs> on a boat with a fire axe. Uh-huh. Uh, Nora gets a call from a third party to ask her if she's interested in seeing her children again, mm-hmm. which I'm wondering, surely that's not a real offer. That's, that's something that's, a, that's, that's the, um, the leftovers version of the scam of a scam, like the Nigerian okay. print scam. Sure. Like you're just preying on people and, and, and knowing Nora, like I do, that's just going to set her off. Yeah. Anytime, uh, Nora gets reminded about the bad things that have happened to her, mm-hmm. she goes off. And, you know, she's one of the ones that have been more sane, like, you know, although she does have some showy, like, you know, ritual committing suicide right. and, and making out with, uh, 
you know, uh, the living reminder or whatever those the dolls things. Uh, oh yeah, she she does tend to act out in pretty spectacular ways, but all in all, she seems pretty even keeled. This season might be one of the stories is her starting to lose it. Uh huh. You know, because Matt, I'm assuming, is going to be just a completely healthy person this season. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. Hitting <laughs> someone in the face with with a fire axe or crutches where or whatever. I, where, he does. I'm, where I'm sitting. I think the dude had it coming. All right. Like, I, I have a hard to believe that Matt will not be fully justified in bashing that dude in the hmm. face with the fire axe when 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 everything is revealed the fullness of time. I think Matt's still got a few crazy cards up his sleeve. <laughs> That's my guess. Uh, but you, you know what I mean? This, like, it just – any one of those things seems like it would take a season to revolve, resolve to get there, and they're going to do yeah. it all in this last season. I can't no, the, fucking the wait, man. Promos are bonkers, and it – I'm like super conflicted with how I feel about it because I know this show is not going to be this joyful celebration of anything, and yet I watch these promos with so much joy. Right. So much joy because I know that one of my favorite shows ever is coming back. Right. It just it it's the wrong emotion to feel, <laughs> but I feel. Right. It. Well, I remember last year one of the concerns we had before the start of the season was, wow, they're just really give, you know like bonkers trailers, but are they giving away that the the right. country store? And yeah. then the season begins with cave women, uh-huh. and like, oh no, shit! I was wrong to ever doubt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in this one, they're really pushing the idea of the great flood again, right? Yes, like it's been seven years on the anniversary. Kevin's dad is saying th- the rains are going to start and the earth is going to flood, and somebody's building a fucking ark. I think it's Kevin's dad in Australia, like yeah. literally building an ark, which is fucking cool. <laughs> And there's torrential downpour coming. Right. Like, that's right. the other thing that, like, we see that in a trailer that there's, like, some no shit, uh, harmful amount of water falling from the heavens. Uh huh. Um, you know, the other thing I, I kept thinking about is this idea that all of this is real. None of this is actually supernatural. And mm-hmm. uh, remembering Damon Lindelof's uh, commitment that they actually did. The medical research and science to establish that a man shot in that location could could live and that a man with this dose of chemical that was underground for eight hours would live and that it's it may be unlikely, but everything was plausible. And we talked about how um, in, the, in the final wrap up episode, how, OK, that's fine. But if you have a hundred wildly implausible to the point of almost being impossible things and they all happen, mm-hmm. isn't that now impossible? <laughs> right. But as I was listening to us talk about, it, I became more convinced that that's one of the points of the show. Mm-hmm. Like you, the human mind might eventually like at some point, like something could happen to you. Even you. I'm talking to you, Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. That would maybe make you believe in God. Yeah. I've, I've always held that, you know, it's. It's a thing where right now I have a lack of evidence, and right. if I were presented with the right amount or right type of evidence, I right. would certainly believe it. Would you your know? first thought be, oh, shoot, I got unconvertible pres- uh, evidence of God, or would it be, I'm going crazy? Oh, probably the the latter. <laughs> and then, I mean, because there's different ways to get it, manifest it. Like, what if it was, right. like, on CNN? Like, breaking news, scientists have discovered God. <laughs> right. God has made first contact. He has yeah. he has give, submitted to a DNA test, and surprise, we're all his children, and, you know... I would want a consensus. I would want, like, other smart <laughs> scientists to Neil check deGrasse it out. Neil deGrasse Tyson and, and, right. and uh, Bill Nye and, uh-huh. and Carl Sagan. 
who has back. been in heaven for 20 some years are all holding hands and saying this is real Jim Jones we're yeah. writing a book about it right now but God is real all right like, I'm in yeah see I'm saying like yeah. ev- so so like but it, but it, I, th- that's the other thing I keep coming back to like you know I talk about an asteroid hitting the earth and it just coincidentally yeah. happens to be on a day to some crackpot prophet predicted that the end would come mm-hmm. I feel like 99.99% of humanity just instantly becomes whatever that crackpot's religion is because it's just like we're, we can't set up – we can't conceive of that kind of coincidence, even though conceivably it, it could, it's, it's possible to happen. It could happen any time. Yeah. Um, uh, for me, it would be tougher than like you know one incident right? because coincidence is always in play. But like if if someone could you know consistently predict something and we tested it and it, it turns out to be true, yeah, you got to start believing in stuff. But I think that's the interesting story that this is being told as a, a, a logical yeah. man just being hit with coincidence. Like, there's multiple. Right. I, and I'm, I'm, I, I think more than ever, I believe this is all natural causes, and it's there is no supernatural event. Huh. Okay. Um, but it, it, that's funny because it sounds like we're we're still in disagreement. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, like I, I, I this is a story about a, a fairly logical man instead of people that, when hit with coincidence after coincidence, have to conclude it's supernatural. Right, and I think Kevin is still, even in season three, he still seems to be resisting that to a degree. Right. You know, because um, he's, <laughs> he's he's like, I'm not Jesus, and right. Matt's telling him, no, I'm not saying you are, but the beard looks good on you. Sure, which sure. great joke. Um, but eventually, something convinces him that he can do something about it, and I think it's his dad. Well, I also think because there's something in, um, and I don't know if this is this is an official christian doctrine or this is apocrypha or this is just a cool idea i wrote wrote, uh, read but there's a concept where jesus wasn't really jesus or he was always jesus but he he had he didn't have any really direct not like he people told him he's jesus and it's like okay i get it i'm jesus but he didn't have any of his memories of being up in heaven and at his baptism that was revealed to him like the holy spirit flooded him and he got like you know matrix style jacked with all of his pre-human history and eons that he spent with his father and then he like <laughs> became that he's like fucking super saiyan jesus yeah i wonder if kevin that's that's still yet to come like people are telling him he's jesus and he's not in and i'm not saying like he needs literally he's kevin people are saying hey you're i think you might be kevin and he's like, no, I'm yeah. not. I'm not Kevin. I, I wonder if there's going to be a revelation type thing. Maybe this drowning experience is going to tie into that. Yeah, uh, I think so. Or he might get so desperate that he's willing to go along with this plan just in case he mm-hmm. is like special somehow. Right. Because, uh, I mean, the guy's died three times and you can hear the, the narration, the voiceover saying that. Yeah. You know, multiple people telling him, look, you have died. Mostly the Murphy Several family. times. The Murphys are all <laughs> I shot it. you. I buried you. And, and his dad as well. You, you know? threw your own damn self into a lake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So at some point, maybe he doesn't even necessarily believe in himself, but he's willing to go along with it just in case. Maybe he's got nothing left to lose. Um, well, plus that might be, you know, with this experience, particularly in the, the disappearance. Yeah. He was in the middle of fucking a woman. Right, and I I bet the survivor we talked about the survivor guilt of something like that would be extreme. Mm-hmm. Like you're as close, you're literally inside of the other person when this happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I bet I, I wonder what it would feel like. Would that make your survivor guilt better or worse if you subsequently find out that well maybe the universe did try to take you, but you just can't die. <laughs> you're a Highlander or some kind of thing hmm. where you just you you functionally cannot die and yeah. 
I I think that's an interesting ta- thing to take. Oh, speaking of the flood, let, I want to talk about random fascinating things I know about the flood uh, that might be um, used to speculate on the upcoming season. Yeah. Uh, of course, everybody knows Noah and his sons and their wives and his wife constructed this ark over a period of a long time. It's, it's impossibly large ark. Yeah, it's a, it had to hold two of everything. Uh, there's seven of a lot of other things that it held. Like, you see, right. like, the cattle and the pigs and stuff. Like, stuff you might eat, although Jews don't eat pigs. Um, yeah. There's definitely a significance to the seven well, Noah wasn't a Jew. Maybe he's eating the pigs left and right. There was no law right. covenant then. Why not? I, he probably ate everything. Yeah. He probably tried one of each. He yeah. brought three of each, and he ate yeah. one of each. Because if God didn't tell you not to eat pig, uh-huh. you'd probably at least try it, and then you'd find out it's delicious. Sure. And, and maybe maybe one out of a thousand of you die from the back. But but still, bacon's yeah. pretty tasty, y'all. Pigs were a lot cleaner back then, too. Right, right. Well, they're closer to perfection. Right. They're closer to the Garden of Eden pigs, genetically. They yeah. hadn't drifted yet. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this thing. Jehovah's Witnesses actually believe. Uh, so he, he gathers all these up. It took him like 80 years. I can't remember the exact period of time, but that's the other thing because you know people lived a lot longer back right. then because reasons. Um, he Close preached the th- throughout the whole period. He told everyone, like, look, you got to get on the boat because there's going to be a rain come and it's going to kill everybody. And if you're not in the boat, you're all going to die. And everybody laughed and jeered as he's creating this giant boat. Yep. So... The the other thing, uh, so so the the legend then continues that Abraham or not Abraham, sorry, Noah and his family went into the ark and they shut the door and then when the first few raindrops started falling, the mass of humanity realized the jig was up and were like, hey, we really want on the boat and Noah and his family tried to open the doors because they're they have fellow feeling for their humans, mm-hmm. but the Lord the giraffes had, got in the way. The, the, <laughs> The Lord had sealed the door shut. Oh, He'd used shit. the giraffe's neck as a giant bar, and, and <laughs> Noah couldn't lift the full-grown giraffe. Uh, but the Lord sealed the doors, so the people outside died in, in, in their agonies. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's going to be some kind of that, – that's the juicy piece of symbolism. I'm, and like, what kind of gut-riching thing are we going to see? It almost seems like because there's not enough people for everyone that I care about in the show in that fucking boat that this dude's building. Is what I'm getting. <laughs> right, at. it's a small boat. <laughs> it's it's a one twenty second scale replica <laughs> yeah. of the Ark. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I wonder if we're even going to see anything. I, I don't know. We might see something like that, um, but I think the bigger thing is going to be Kevin needing to sacrifice himself, or at least thinking he needs to sacrifice himself to stop the flood. Hmm. That's what I'm pulling out of these trailers, because his dad's very keen on drowning him in that bathtub. Right. Uh, and apologetic for it, but it needs to be done, and Kevin's right. the only one who can Which, do it. I mean, I that is a moment. Like a father having to drown. Oh, like that's, that's fucking... This is Abraham and Isaac, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. except... It seems like he's going to go through with it. Right. But he doesn't actually die, so that, that's it'd be, true. It'd be yeah. like if, he's, if if Abraham slit Isaac's throat and then it just sealed up in like Wolverine style. And he's yeah. like, hey, that ended better than expected. Yeah. So how was the hotel? <laughs> uh, we're going to definitely get more hotel scenes, right? For sure. I mean, okay. if, if, if that is whatever limbo state or afterlife he's in, then yeah. I mean, he, he seems like he's going to die. Or maybe a couple times. Or at least. Uh, so let's talk about okay. Or the other explanation is also that's just his go to. Uh, that's the way his brain contextualizes the near death experience. Sure. So you are totally on board with supernatural things on this show. I'm on board. Yeah. Why? Just because you're you're tired it's, of fighting it? Well, I think it's that exact thing of like you know at some point the coincidences mount up and they become, you know circumstantial evidence certainly but evidence nonetheless for the supernatural so in this big infinite universe you think these sequence of events 
it, it beggars your belief that these sequence of events could happen to these small subset of people. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, you know, Kevin's deaths. It was the earthquakes that save him. It's, it's kind of everything just piled up huh. that now, you know, the scales have tipped for me. And I think in this fictional universe that they're spinning, certainly. There's I thought, you're, you're a lot events. easier than I thought you'd be. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would take like, you know, in literal, the real world, it would literal atomic fire generated letters that say yeah. I am that I am in the sky a thousand miles high while literal angels choruses are singing and everyone around the world agreed. Shit, we all see and hear this. <laughs> and you'd be like, all right. In real life, I think you could let's probably see what, fake that. Let, let's see what Neil and, and Bill Nye have to say about this. <laughs> right. When's Carl Sagan coming back? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm much more willing to go along with it in a fictional universe, right? Okay. And, and that's the thing. Because like, the stakes are not non-existent. I'm still maintaining my rationalism, uh-huh. but I also am not. wouldn't be angry at all if it turns out it's all supernatural. Gotcha. Because I'm not invested in that aspect of it. I just think that... Uh, you know, it's kind of amazing. It's 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 almost like the social experiment they're running. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we'll get athe- we'll get the atheists and Christians to watch this television show and see how many atheists we can turn Christian. How many Christian we can turn atheists <laughs> yeah. or believers? I should say believers. Christian is too uh, Specific, too limiting. Yeah. yeah. And this is uh, the other thing I appreciate about the show is that it it uh, calls from a lot of different uh, traditions and a lot of different uh, religious backgrounds and a lot of different TV shows. I couldn't help but notice. That Nora's path here, the, I, the, everything seems to just be the beginning of Lost. Like, this is a preamble to Lost. They're all flying over to Australia. Oh, shit. In these trailers. Nora's getting into a a shipping crate, which I assume she's coming back from Australia, just like Jack's dad, being trying to be shipped back in a casket. What if this is the tale of the exact flight, like the day before yeah. Lost? Oceanic... Flight yeah. 115, that's not it. Right. But. Yeah, flight yeah. whatever the numbers that Jerry had in his lottery ticket, I don't know. <laughs> right. It's not even Jerry, right? I, I think maybe... He's the fat guy on the show, Hurley. Jerry, yeah. Is it Jerry? No, that's Walking Dead. <laughs> it's yes, Hurley. yes, yeah. Jerry is the Hurley of the Walking Dead. There, that's why it's all fitting together. But I think like maybe, I don't know, either Matt or Kevin's dad is Locke. Maybe Kevin is Jack. That would be so Lindelof. Yeah. To I mean, it's it's man of faith, man of science, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. This but is no, but what I'm it saying is. like knowingly winking and like implying oh, somehow yeah. that the two universes are coupled somehow. Okay, that they're actually. I just said yeah. somehow twice inappropriately. Uh, now here's here's the thing though, in the lost universe, the departure didn't happen. Maybe so they're you... the departed ones. <gasps> the flight never happened. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> they were just departed onto a plane bound for L.A. Yeah, that then crashed on this, I don't know, Purgatory Island. Wow, or something. I I never watched the end of that series, so or maybe they were in the universe that no one departed. So it's like exactly like our universe, except for no one departed. It would quickly, quickly spiral from there, but. They get in the plane, and those people that would have departed all are crash on planes around the globe. Oh, right. And Lost was just one story. Okay. Like, there's, there's like deserted it. islands all over the world and mountaintops you can't get off of and, <laughs> and uh, you know, vast tundral plains that these planes went down. Like, you know, three, 300 million of them, right? I don't know. How many? What's, one, what's 3% of the population of Earth? Uh, A lot. I don't know. 
I don't know what that. They've said is. the number, and I think it's like three million or three hundred million, something like that. Yeah, it'd be three million from the United States, right? Because they have three hundred million. Yeah. yeah. So all right, it'd be six million or something. Hey, want to pause here to tell you, uh, we're really glad you're back for the leftovers or joining us for the first time, but also let you know that we're doing a lot more than just the uh, leftovers right now. We got Better Call Saul going. We got Fargo coming out soon. We're also covering the Expanse uh, in a you know in, in kind of like a bingey fashion uh, on the Bald Move TV, which is also a thing that's getting uh, some weekly play. We talked about the Breaking Bad movie last week, and I'm uh, following like Girls and Netflix's Love, and we did the whole segment on the Young Pope. Um, a lot of stuff of Bald Move to check out. Just want to let you guys uh, let you all be aware of it. One one might wonder how we do uh, three podcasts on some three of the biggest shows on television and uh, where we find the time. Well, the reality is uh, we do this on a full-time basis, and a large reason why we can get away with that is because of the generous support of our listeners. And they do that primarily through the club at club.baldmove.com, which uh, you uh, pay a monthly or quarterly or annual subscription fee, and you get a lot of cool features in return. First, the, the warm glow from supporting independent podcasters such as Jim and I two ad free feeds, three special content such as lunch with Jim and Aaron quit your pitching silent movies. Uh, let's play variety of let's play video games. It's just, just tons of bonus content. And the best part, you can try it all for free with a 30 day trial, just by signing up at club.baldmove.com. You forgot and the biggest, but you can sample all that. What you get a spot on the arc. We're building an arc. We're taking your money. We're building an arc. You with it. don't want to be on the other side of that arc when the doors are welded no. short by the Lord, or the giraffes, or the j- welded shut, not short. Right. The Lord welds doors short, then everyone can get Sneak on. Get under, yeah, yeah. And it's 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 the scam of the century. But uh, but yeah, if we build the arc, which there's no promise that we will, you will have a spot on it as a club member. And also, maybe we did build the arc, but you're in one of the many multiverses where that didn't happen. Oh, good point. So, at any rate, we cannot be held responsible for any promises implied <laughs> or perceived. Club.baldmove.com. What else do we want to talk about? Because those are the big those are the big issues that you know jumped out to my attention. Because um, again, like all the stuff that I was harping on last, like the last season finale, I just don't give a shit about. Yeah. And it looks like the stuff that I really cared about, um, they're going to get into, right? Like John and his family, mm-hmm. uh, the Murphys. Um, seeing what like happens there's... to this weird family that they've got going on now with well, and, double exes and, and a Lori daughter and Nora who are like and... having philosophical discussions, and it looks right. like they're that maybe Lori's the one that has her hop into the coffin, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and also there's a scene of um, Erica and Nora jumping on a trampoline like teenagers. Yeah, you know, which is an interesting place for them to get to after. I mean, I, the, the experiences they had and went through together, I feel like would forge you into a family. I guess like all the yeah. bitterness and hostility, like after your Same husband, with Kevin and John, after your husband shot your husband, and uh, you lost your daughter to the guilty remnant. Uh, and now his this guy's ex is a guilty remnant. Like that just like fucking weld that just spot welds it together. Yeah, I imagine like Erica and Lori could probably commiserate pretty well. Yeah, sure. No, I mean, Lori's it's... lost her her daughter to the guilty remnant, or has been a member of the guilty remnant, and she now Erica's lost her daughter to Dude, it. Dude, it's such a great like I'm saying. Like I, the more I think about it, it's such a great little dynamic. Yeah, it is. 
Uh, they, and it, it's it's so it's so smart. And you know they're going to nail it as far as the relationships. Yeah. That's the one thing that they always do right is uh, they really understand these characters, and and they have them interact in believable and interesting ways. And I think uh, we're set up for more of that in season three. Yeah, even indeed. if it's going to be balls to the wall crazy, because I have a feeling once we get to Australia, it's just going to be full on loony bin time. But I'm I'm all for it. So let me ask you this: Is there any way the show could disappoint you with the final season? Because uh, I've got one in mind, one absolute thing that could really bum me out. I don't have any specific ways, and it's what it's a thinking? unique vulnerability that this show has. Because hmm. as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, season one and season two's finales served excellently as series finales. Yeah. And the only thing I'm expecting and really hoping for is that the third season finale that is a series finale nails that feeling too. Yeah. Because if if it feels even slightly unfinished or unfulfilling, it's going to pale in comparison to the previous two seasons, which yeah. that was the thing that was, it, it went from it being a great television series to the greatest television series that I've ever seen. Se- season. Season. It, has, it hasn't quite the series... But there's a lot of stakes for me here. Like, if this thing nails it, if it's as good as the previous season and leaves on that satisfying note, I think I'm going to say it's better than The Wire. Okay. Um, I know that's not a big deal for you because you've already dethroned The Wire with Breaking uh, Right, right. Um, And, you know, I said the last season of The Leftovers was the best season of television I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, And I stand by that. I think that was an amazing season. Here's here's something... um, that I've heard or I read somewhere that I, I couldn't quote you where – I couldn't reference my sources here, but Fake I've news. heard – Yeah, could be. <laughs> I've heard Lindelof say that this season now, – now, this doesn't speak to any – to it being fulfilling necessarily, but it speaks to the finality of this, of this season. He said there are no loose ends at the end of this season. Is that God on the phone with Nora? Like, he's just being like, hey, you I know mean, what? There was a cosmic clerical error. We're really sorry. We found your kids. You can have them back. Well, here's the thing. I d- because it, that's, like I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, really, motherfucker? Or, no well, loose ends? Okay, so he didn't say no loose ends. What he said is there's no there's no possibilities or there's there's no room for, like, spinoffs or other shit happening oh. with the leftovers after this season. Well, I believe so, that. I mean that in, that makes me inclined to believe that this flood thing is gonna happen, mm. or that the end of the world is gonna come about some other way. Mm. Um, I'm not sure about that, but I don't know. That's what I've heard him say, and it's paraphrased. And I might be getting the exact sentiment wrong. What would you he do? He might be fooling Cause I'm like, us. Because I'm because I was meditating on this last night, thinking like, you know, what are the ways? Like, what if it ended this way? What like yeah. what if it's like fucking close encounters of the third kind? aliens land doors of light open and Nora sees her children and her husband there and they're beckoning and like all the humans all board. just holding their butts uh, little, <laughs> just walking funny <laughs> it's Ooh, safe it's Ooh, fine boy. it's fine you'll get used to it and all the hu- <laughs> the humanity's board and the ships like would would that blow would that be like what the fucking because I was thinking yeah I, I think so I, I think I would still roll with it <laughs> okay that's I want it. Actually, at this point, I want it to be supernatural. Like, huh. I don't, I don't well, want aliens the aliens. would be supernatural. I mean, let's be, like, by, you know. I mean, they're unknown to us, I guess. Yeah. Right. Like, we had this, they're, you know, question outside of what, what we the understand hell is to be supernatural. Nature, right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I don't know. I think 
I think aliens would feel weird in this series hmm. when we're dealing more about spirituality and and you know the See, supernatural. See, people get a little bit religious and they just want to cling to it. They yeah, any any outside idea contrary to their religion, and it's just instantly rejected as silly. I mean, I'm I'm a religious nut in the leftovers universe. You are. You're, I am. You're a, you're a leftovers nut. I'm joining up with Michael uh-huh. and and potentially John. I think John gets religious this season, doesn't he? It looked like to me like he was maybe. A little churchy. Yeah, and I almost wonder, like, if that's something he, the sons brought him along. Like, he's yeah. kind of like, hey, you've got a responsibility. Your dad was like this, uh, which, you know, we talked a lot about what the hell his dad was mm-hmm. without much closure. But whether, 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 however you feel about your dad, the the fact is he's he was also this spiritual figure. Yeah. And you're next in line. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see him being, with those experiences he's been through, uh, being very... Very religious, mm-hmm. not Christian, but really. Although, like I said, it's not... who knows? You probably fall big, back on Big Ten Christianity. What's familiar? Big Ten. You know, I'm sure he was raised Christian, right? By his father. So, right. wait, so, no, that's Erica's father. Is it Erica's father? Was it? Determined? I think Virgil is Erica's father. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't know what John was raised as. So Erica needs to be in there and be the shaman, yeah. shaw woman. Yeah. It's time to break through that glass ceiling. Yeah, I'm interested to see what if they try to go with something as weird for the opening as Axis Mundi was. Because that that was weird. I mean, that's like I do feel like there is a little pressure to top. So, yeah. and I, I when I was seeing the Aboriginal dancers, my first thought was, oh shit, 10,000 BC, Aust- right. Australia, uh-huh. and there's going to be they're going to show the some kind of amazing Axis Monday over that there there too. They might, yeah. So, but I don't know anything about Aboriginal culture and how old it is, and me either, because it looked like uh, you know fairly contemporary uh, culture. So, mm-hmm. but there's nothing saying that you that I guess couldn't a lot of that stuff could be in stasis for thousands of years. Yeah. Just because we change fashion every fucking quarter doesn't mean the, the rest of the world would have to. Uh, okay, I think that's about all I've got. I'm, yeah, do you, do you have anything else you want to add? Nope, I'm good. I cannot wait no, for this it's first episode. Exciting AF. Yep. And we will be back with the first episode uh, two days on Tuesday after it airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to talk, tell us your thoughts about this upcoming season... Uh, or the episode after we've seen it in general, you can send that into leftovers at baldmove.com and we will consider it for reading. I will say that I know that I had to make space. Um, I, I get a large volume of mail on the show and my personal biases are against theories. Okay. Because yeah. these shows, like essentially every person has their own spin and i literally like like if if even one tenth of one percent of the audience sends us in their personal theory it would be a three or four hour show of me just reading one-off theories so mm-hmm. it has to be an exceptionally well researched well supported in the text yeah awesome theory for me to give it consideration um so just just so you know before you spend because because i it always kills me when someone sends me a seven page email with illustrations about their latest kevin garvey theory and i'm like oh god i can't i don't have time i don't have time plus i don't believe it so i'm just 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 letting you know (laughs) we're a bit of a theory hater we're a little more of a straightforward call it as it is talk about what we think it think how it feels and means and not care as much about predictions Having yep. said that, I know I made a lot of my own predictions. Sure. 
and will continue to. And I'm biased towards them. So that's so <laughs> super unfair too. Super yeah. unfair that I, I, I'm biased towards my own theories over yours, but what can I do? All right. Well, <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for listening. Leftovers at baldmove.com. Run that gauntlet. We will see you next week. Until then, I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. See ya. <laughs>